Consequence Podcast Network. Bite-sized album reviews for the music fan on the go who wants to stay in the know. This is Consequence of Sound. If you know, you know. Daytona, the new album by Pusha T. An album review by Gary Suarez. If you know, you know. Read by Pat Freely. In these streaming-obsessed times where quality over quantity proves just about the only way to get a rapper paid, it seems absurd that an album would run the same length as a CBS sitcom. A certain rap hysteria broke out over Daytona's seven-song track listing in the handful of days leading up to the album's arrival. The fact that Pusha T's preceding stopgap EP boasted a duration greater than its long-awaited follow-up sent more than a few would-be listeners reaching into a semantic swamp over the very definition of the term album. Yet with Trap Stars Migos and Ray Stremmer dumping 100-plus minute slogs on overwhelmed rap audiences, Terrence Thornton, a.k.a. Pusha T's proper return, is a welcome and perhaps political act of restraint. Though he could easily have tossed in 2016 singles Circles, Drug Dealers Anonymous, and HGTV Freestyle, the spitter formerly from Clips chose a high artistic path. The payoff behind Daytona's 21 scant minutes is not listenability, but a rather pungent potency befitting his history as Coke Rap's boldest talent. It wasn't always this way. In his early days, Pusha T and elder brother Malice were adequate MCs in ill-fitting suits. It was Pusha's unapologetic rebrand on the 2002 track Grindin' that made it a nose-rubbing hit. More than a decade and a half later, Thornton's allegiance to the form puts him in the position of its poet laureate, making Daytona an essential listen for many before a single note is heard. The Lord is my shepherd, I am not sheep. I am just a short stone's throw from the streets. I bring my offering, I will not preach. Awaken my demons, you can hear that man screaming. I'm no different than the priest, priest. Kanye West is Daytona's key producer, but if guilt by association is what you're after, let me stop you right there. The MAGA sins of Kanye West don't apply here, even as an omnipresent creative force. These beats skew towards minimalism, far subtler than the bombastic pastiche of the life of Pablo. The overt samples on Comeback Baby and Santeria pop up only to dissipate, leaving plenty of room for Thornton's complex rhymes. Though, brace yourselves, West's primary vocal contribution on What Would Meek Do features off-the-cuff references to his off-putting Trump admiration. You be thinking what new kids on the block do. If you ain't driving wild black, do they stop you? Well, MAGA hats let me slide like a trap through. That phone call from Ricky still hazy. When heaven got an angel named Avery. You gotta watch who you calling crazy. You can boycott if it helps you sleep better at night, but this is a Pusha T record, and throughout Daytona, he takes loquacious aim at frauds and scammers in his midst, including some very unsubtle shots at Drake on the album closer, Infrared. How could you ever write these wrongs when you don't even write your songs? But let us all play along. We all know what niggas for real been waiting on. Push. While too much of the social media discussion so far has been around his hasty, dumpy freestyle reply, none of these gossipy lines diminish the impact of Thornton's Vaseline-free salvo. Reviving the ghostwriting charges that Meek Mill once levied, Infrared damns Drake's pop style while praising the likes of J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. 
Hip-hop has long favored this idea of enduring top-five dead-or-alive dominance. When it comes to lyricism, few in its storied history can contend with what Thornton wields at this stage in his career. The flawless opening lines capture everything America has come to love about capitalist rap. That, by any means, braggadocio of self-made men and their flashy trophies. But it's his credibility, mere seconds later, that sets King Push apart, when he dismisses unnamed trap wannabes for having their numbers wrong. He audits these claims as stolen valor, asserting both veteran status and intimate latter-day knowledge of game. It smacks of irony or even hypocrisy that Thornton shows Rick Ross as one of Daytona's few credited guests. Though the Miami rapper brings some exemplary bars to the rugged and atonal hard piano, it's hard to not recall the reveal from a decade ago that he'd once been a corrections officer. Watching my success for some is bittersweet. Always keep the sharpshooters triggers tweak. Diamonds dripping on me via Tiffany's. All these canine units still sniffing me. Whether or not there's more to that Officer Ricky story than the public knows, Ross remains one of Thornton's few peers in rap, one of the dwindling few on the wrong side of the 40 that still has our collective ear. Again, it's that credibility that makes the Virginia Beach representative's few questionable choices hard to assail. As a rap listener, it's easy to get enamored with war stories and cocaine tales, so much so that the suspension of disbelief seems inevitable. On The Games We Play, Thornton appears all too aware of this, stressing that, behind the deep references, this is a lifestyle for those who've actually cooked and sold dope. For example, the line, These are the games we play, we are the names they say, is a simple couplet on the surface. But here is an ethos of the drug dealer. Inveterate in principle, even after he stepped back in practice. Daytona could easily have been Pusha T's victory lap. Instead, it only builds on the heft of his weighty legacy. These are the games we play, we are the names they say. This is the drug money your ex nigga claim he made. Daytona is out now via good music and Def Jam. Our grade, A minus. Stay tuned to Consequence of Sound for album review podcasts three times a week. If you love these shows, don't keep it to yourself. Let the world know. Rate and review us on iTunes and Podchaser. And be sure to check out our other programming on the Consequence Podcast Network. <laughs>